Welcome to another episode of Behind the Now. Today I get to chat with writer, director, and producer Azadeh Nixadeh. Originally from Iran, Azadeh's award-winning films capture rarely heard political human rights stories and characters who are often misunderstood by society. Her political drama feature script is currently a second rounder at Sundance Writing Lab, and she is the sole Iranian recipient of the 2010 Asian Film Academy Fellowship. Listen in to learn more about Azadeh's journey, from leaving Iran's strict censorship regulations in order to freely create her truthful stories through film, as well as the nitty-gritty of her tremendously impactful directing style, screenwriting craft, and filmmaking process. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. And I was excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so you are a director, a producer, and a writer. So I'm going to just ask you first, how did you get to where you are? Like, yeah, like, how did you know you wanted to do this? How did you learn the craft? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So as I said, um, I write, direct, uh, also produce um, and uh, with the focus on development that's what I like and um, and I uh, I work I always worked like on uh, political social and human rights stories yeah. uh, characters and events that are really talked about or really heard of right and that these are the subject matters that um, I really like Mm-hmm. uh and I and that that's been always like I, I think like uh since childhood I was like wow. that I always wanted to be on the side of the people that are um less advantage mm-hmm. like uh, have less advantage and um that's why I think I think that's also the reason for me to be a filmmaker yeah and uh like being uh, I'm originally from Iran I came here 10 years ago okay almost 10 years ago yes and that was like um like being from Iran means um politics Uh and social issues are always uh like um right in front of you and it, you would always deal with it all the time and that was like I think that's a very important reason that I chose to be a filmmaker yeah and uh, because uh, like when you make films especially like social issues um it brings light mm-hmm. you know to the um subject right uh, yeah and it's also an opportunity to yeah think, yeah and to ponder so that's mm-hmm. that's why uh and how I got here oh my god it's such a longer story <laughs> go for it so I was gonna ask you that next so actually I started from Iran and I uh, I'm not from the capital I'm from a, uh, like a city in south uh, south southwest of Iran uh-huh. called Shiraz okay. and like the wine yeah uh, <laughs> and that's why I was like it's like the wine Shiraz mm-hmm. and it's actually it's very famous for uh it's artists and writers and uh oh, poetry. yes and it's such a beautiful place mm-hmm. uh but you know when I started uh oh my god uh back then it was very it was kind of very difficult to be a filmmaker because the res- resources was kind of very limited mm-hmm. Uh, and then also in Iran, and we have to deal with censorship. 
which was another layer of difficulty. Uh, Wait, say that again with what? Censorship. Oh yes, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we had to, you know, it's it's another layer of difficulty. So for oh. me, it was just like the only way for me to continue work is just is just like focus on myself, focus oh. on on what I want to do, and always find ways. Oh. And uh, especially like from Iran, I learned that always include the other side, oh. the side that probably don't like me, right. You know, I, I think that was the best lesson I learned. And yeah. I can even like use it here. Always include people that might not like you. Yeah. Always respect your audience. Right. Do you mean like the other perspective? Like, like if you're dealing with a controversial subject, for instance, like you include that other side as well. Yes. Or, yeah. um, yes, or tell that in a matter that, um, it's not, it's less provocative for them. Right, right. Like it doesn't put it, put yeah. it under layer, like something that we had to do in Iran was just right. like create layers of stories so and put things yeah. under it. So it's just a touch, but that touch tells a lot, uh-huh. you know, that touch yeah. is very important. Yeah. So that that's that was the thing that I learned from Iran. I think. And I, I, at that time, I was angry why I had to go through that. Like I had to face censorship. I had to have like, it's, it's, and also it's not easy being a, a woman in Iran and all that. I was very angry about it. But when I came here, I saw that, oh my God, it's actually helping me. Oh, I learned God, something and I can use that. Maybe it's it's not like in that same censorship, but here uh, in this country, I also have like audiences that might not like me, oh. and I I kind of learn how to uh, handle that. Yeah, that's so interesting. Talk a little bit more about the censorship, like like what's the process of creating a project in Iran if you've done that before or like did you do everything here did you learn no, here no 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 I did I did oh, okay. I made some films in Iran yeah oh interesting <laughs> I didn't realize that active. I was very active okay. um oh my god so it's a very difficult project process mm-hmm. uh because when if you want to make a film first you have to uh, take the script to the Ministry of Art uh-huh. and get permission. You know, they have to pass that. So, okay, this is something that uh, we allow to be made. Yes. Um, and is that, is that like government related? Yes, yes. Oh my it's God. like government. Government right. controls everything. Right, right. Yeah. Just, yeah. So it's, uh, so they read it and then there is this long criteria that your film has to go through um and most of the time you know whatever I wanted to make was not really qualified for that (laughs) and at that time like uh, I I know that for for sure that these days you cannot do it but uh, in the past we were able to for example uh there was like a script Uh that would get the pass and we just changed the name of the script and use use it again oh, to get the permission for our yeah so, so that's, that's the what people, I did. <laughs> yeah so the people reading them there 
are obviously not people in art or entertainment or anything. They're just like looking at it to make sure it follows some rules that they. Rules, yes. Yes. Like uh, it's not, it doesn't have uh, like, it doesn't have negative uh, connotation. There's not political there. Like being political is an important thing. Uh, So this, this, it's very, you know, everything is very limited. Yeah. So, and then after that, after you get that permission, you should uh, get the permission from police department. Oh my gosh. You hear also you you need that, but it's very easy. But then you have to get uh, that uh, also. And it's also the same thing. They read the script, they go through that. And then um, you have to also like, let them know that you're filming and all that. Uh, If you have a camera, you should have like permission for that. Wait, so did you say police department? Yeah, and then you have to go to okay, that. Yeah. You don't you don't do that here, do you? Oh, we do if you're filming outside. Oh yes, for like the permits and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking not. of it in terms of that for some reason, but that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Right. But but it's it's um but honestly, it's the same process of like going through uh they read the script and they oh they yeah so there's another part as well okay because here and i don't think they read the script and everything no right? they don't yeah they just they just yeah. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> Uh, but what they care about what you make they care about like uh the message so what they read they read the script because they're looking for the message Mm. yeah yeah so they want to make sure that uh, every right every message and art or anything has to be filtered through the government and through the police it sounds like yes yes and after that uh with all these difficulties you might end up making your film, you spend all the money, all the time, and then they might not let you screen your film. Oh gosh, so you could have made it. Okay, so do they have to approve of it after it's been filmed too? Oh yes, they're gonna watch your film, they're gonna again go through another censorship, remove this shot, remove that shot. And after that, even, even with that, they might not give you permits to right. screen. You know, you want your film to be seen. Yeah, of course. Especially you've invested everything at that point. You've written it. You've taken the time. You've casted it. You've filmed it. You've invested in it. Yeah, oh exactly. That was yeah. so difficult. Like, you know, I think like uh, in Iran, for Iranian filmmakers, it's just like you make the film and you send it to foreign film festival. Oh. Um, that's that's the only uh, passage for you for your film to be seen. And I was like, um, um, and then you know, I um, I was like, okay, it's very limited. And like, right. you know, I did a, li- a little bit of like um, trying to evade the censorships and the system, and then I got into trouble for that a little bit. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yes, yeah. So it it uh, it became very difficult to make films mm-hmm. in Iran. So I to explore filmmaking here because I always loved New York. I always mm-hmm. wanted to be an independent filmmaker. You yeah, know. <laughs> that is really amazing. Yeah. So okay, so you came here, and I assume like, did you know anyone here? Were you starting? Oh, no one. I came no all by myself. Yeah. And did you speak? I assume you didn't speak English, right? Uh, I had very I like limited English and British English. Okay. British English and came here and people were speaking 
imagine like a Bronx accent and uh-huh. I was like just looking at them I was like wow what did what did you say I <laughs> oh you're really incredible so how did you okay so now you're in New York how did you what did you do like how did you start how did you work with people and uh, yes. yeah I you know like um uh, when I was in Iran, I uh, I got a fellowship from Asian Film Academy in South Korea, Busan, South Korea, oh, uh-huh. which is actually a very, uh, it's very prestigious. That's it's amazing. Prestigious, yeah, but I don't know here a, a lot about it, but it's very prestigious thing in Asia. So I got that and it was the only representative from Iran uh, in that year. Uh, so I met a couple of people couple of Asian filmmakers there and then when I came here how I started was one of them uh, came here and he was studying filmmaking Uh, so uh, he took me on his set and I started meeting other people and gradually uh, I think what really helped me was uh, joining organizations okay and that really helped me yes yeah and try to just make films yeah yeah that's just so it's so inspiring so um in Iran you were saying though if so if you um want to make a film and you get it approved by the ministry and the police and you actually shoot it if they don't let you distribute it there you can you can individually decide to send it to a foreign film festival uh yes you can do that you can do that and but, but it's always kind of like there's always like uh, consequences. Oh, there are. Okay, so that's not even like a hundred percent allowed. Yeah, okay. you might, you yeah. might, uh, they might not let you leave the country, or if you come back, there's consequences. So yeah. there's always, you know, whatever you do, there's always right. something. Right, know? right. And it's very, it's very interesting that um, in in here, um. Uh, if you have a problem with the government or if you get arrested or uh, questions or detained or all that, it means that you're a criminal. But uh, the, the people here don't really understand that a person can get into trouble or questioned or arrested or uh, persecuted just because, because of making a film, right. you know, oh or yeah. Or, you know, like the idea of it's the, you know, when I tell them, yeah. um, they usually judge me. That's what well, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, you know, the truth and it's a problem, you know? Because, yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. understand it. They don't have it. They think the governments are always right and they follow the rules, but yeah, they live true. under dictatorship. And I think it's true for all the dictatorships. Yeah. Um, there is no rule. Right. You know, there's you no rule. You can't have everything's filtered. It's like you don't have freedom of speech and you don't have, you can't express yeah different opinion that they don't approve of yes right yes. and that's not current like it's criminal there yeah, right? yeah. It's crazy. so so that's been something very um actually it's very fascinating yeah <laughs> sure. it's just like uh yeah the, how they judge you um yeah which is crazy yeah, yeah. crazy yeah I hope um, I can make a film and that's like my feature film um about this sort of censorship uh, and my experience mm. um, with this with censorship, and it's going to be my first feature film. So, oh, amazing! <laughs> that That's is so cool. Uh, yeah. Right now, it's a script, right? Or is it in it's production? A script. Okay. I'm rewriting it. It's the fourth draft. Oh, amazing! Oh my god! I uh, you oh, know, so I mean, no, not fourth draft, fourth rewrite. Yeah. Okay. Which means I throw away all the drafts, uh, the previous drafts. 
and started from scratch. Like rewrite means I really start everything, plot characters and everything from scratch. Okay. So yeah. this script has been written four times. Right. So right. far. <laughs> and how many drafts do you, well, it's your first feature, but how many drafts do you normally do before you feel like it's ready to show someone? Oh, or... oh my God. Um, I do, you know, like um, I do, I don't think, I don't believe in okay. uh, waiting yeah. or pitching. I believe you pitch and you learn. Mm. So I pitch my script, even though it's not, it's not ready. Written, okay. okay. And uh, I learn a lot just by pitching my script. Right. That's so it's sad. amazing. That it, it sits on you. Some people wait, some, some people just, uh, just wait. Right. Don't, yeah, don't wait. Nice. Pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's amazing advice. Because yes. no matter what, like depending on who you end up working with on it, there's always changes anyways. So yes. you and might as well throw it out. Yeah. In development, I learned something that in development, they always like uh, to be involved from earlier on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why yeah. it's just like, don't be scared. Have your pitch ready. Pitch. The worst thing, worse, you get some feedback. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you're not gonna lose anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's why that I I've been sharing it and even like yeah. uh, since, uh, the previous drafts. So uh, for example, uh, the previous third, the third draft mm-hmm. got into uh, Sundance uh, writing lab second rounder and yeah. second rounder, which is amazing. Really Congrats! So, yeah. Uh, so Incredible. I'm doing rewrites. And hopefully send them again, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Oh, I love that that came up. <laughs> yeah. So what's your process like, your writing process in general? How do you decide when an idea is worth pursuing? Because it's a lot of energy and time and everything to write, of yeah. course, but I mean, we do it. <laughs> um, but how do you decide when to pursue an idea? And then yeah. what's your process with it? So like, uh, it depends. If if I'm writing a script, this is if, like because I also produce and produce documentaries right. as well. Uh, but like if I'm writing it, so I have like it's political, human rights, women empowerment stories, and it's rarely talk about. It's it's not something that um, everyone is talking about. It's not something mm-hmm. that is uh, mainstream. Uh, mis- I want something that is misunderstood, judged. You know, I always feel misunderstood and judged because I'm Middle Eastern, right? So this, uh, I look at these things and then I think, um, okay, if I have this, because um, I always write it. Mm-hmm. So I look at it and say, okay, if this is this story, do I have any way to make this story better? Uh-huh. to take it to the next level improve it and yeah. um so that that's i think that's the beauty of development uh-huh. and the beauty of the screenwriting is that, that yeah. you have an event or something and then you look at it and say okay can can i take it to the next level can i make it better right. how and that's that's the way process, it, yeah starts um and then like nitty-gritty like do you outline you yes I have like a worksheet mm-hmm. I spend I spent a very long time uh researching and mm-hmm. you know, doing the worksheet and developing my characters mm-hmm. I think like you need to have characters and you yeah. need to have like a story yeah um characters are very important uh because they also uh, they move through the story they move the story right right, right. 
and then uh yes and then i also think about themes mm-hmm. what are the themes um that i can put that in into this i think like it's yeah. very it's very important yeah and then yeah. after that uh, and then i have outline then we have the workshop then we have outline and then um with bit sheet i almost like uh write the script with doing bit sheet and script at the same time oh interesting okay yeah. cool yes yeah, some people actually i think would i think some people say to have the pitch almost even before writing it so you can yes. like know what it is in one line like what your story is yeah yes. that's yeah interesting some people do like uh it's like log line uh right, right. like having log line before it's very important but some people say mm-hmm. no we want to write the story and write the script and then be yeah, right? log line i think it's important to have a log line uh, before before and i always say like pitch before right interesting. and yeah. then if anything like you start writing and your log line or your pitch will just change and it'll become refined right yes it'll just yeah. change it yeah nothing you is set in stone <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. You know, like you know, having your pitch and having the worksheet, it helps you. Uh, you know, it's like a guideline. Mm-hmm. So you know, for example, your themes are about, for example, home identity. Your themes is not about like, um, I don't know. So, so, so if it's not, yeah. if the idea that you have doesn't go through that mm-hmm. then it's it's not the right for example for sin uh, when you want to right. uh, think about your scenes exactly yeah. do you ever you find to- yourself um like re- like wanting to go in a direction that it doesn't kind of fit your theme and then you consider like do I want to go here or do I want to stick with this theme or not so much oh I always like to uh expand if, if it's okay. something that expands my film uh-huh. I do it. You know, like most of the time, I'm like, I'm never married to anything, mm-hmm. to oh, any so ideas or like, to any, yeah. uh, some, some people are married to their, like the first image or the last image or right. that this, a specific scene. But my rule is that don't be married to it and be ready to throw it away. Right. And I think it's very important in writing, just yeah. throw it away. And it's very, very interesting that a lot of things that I throw away and I thought I threw away, they came back into the, uh, like, for example, in the first, second, third, I, th- I thought, okay, I'm going to throw them away and they're done. Mm-hmm. They came back to me, but in a much better way. Yeah, you right now. So I'm not writing those things, but something, di- write something different, but the, mm-hmm. the essence is the same. Right. Like the, the purpose of those specific things like still yeah. come back right or like the purpose yeah. changes that's yeah. amazing so after you feel like you have a great draft and you're gonna make it what's the process from there oh my god you need to have your pitch deck okay don't even make it a pitch deck beginning I don't do that okay. um uh, so I make the pitch deck and then you can even have a start having a scissor reel or oh um, right do you normally do videos and yeah like a like a proof of concept or a treatment oh, that you yeah. film in a short version is that what you mean or no yeah no it's oh. sizzle would be like um sizzle would be like uh you tell the story a little bit but also at mood and tone it's like having yeah. a picture, like a visual pitch deck okay and then you also sense. have a uh, like um 
like you pitch on on, on video because mm-hmm. some people like to just click the link and listen to you mm-hmm. rather than like uh go through the material and all that mm-hmm. okay so um and then after that and um sometimes you know if you have a good uh for example if you send also like send the script to uh, to get feedback to um, like um, something like Sundance or the places and if you get the um, positive feedbacks and uh-huh. you uh, move you have something like that that's also good for oh the, nice uh, like you can you include can say, it okay th- there is because you know you have to make sure sh- you have to say hey there is an audience mm-hmm. exactly. so it, after that it's all business right it's not art. It's not, It's business. Right. They have to say there's an audience. We're gonna sell, and then it's all about packaging and who's attached and actors and mm-hmm. all that. So I think the next step would be that. Like, okay. Amazing. Yes. It's such a it's so interesting. So what <laughs> um what's your directing style like? If you could like, do you like to rehearse with the actors? Um yeah, just talk a little bit more about that. Uh my my directing so I like I like you know like I always like to be um um like observant uh-huh. let's put that way observant and um um and I like to like really deeply um bring out the character and the emotions uh-huh. and the feelings yeah um so that's that's what I like to do and like with when I also work with actors um, I think I like to work. I like to build the trust, mm-hmm. and uh, I always um, try to have a strong backstory for my characters mm-hmm. and talk about that in my yeah. Actors. So it's very collaborative, and you yes, yeah, and you make you know, sure like, yeah. Uh, actors, they uh, I uh, actors have their own methods as well, right? Uh, especially good actors, they bring. A lot of good stuff mm-hmm. uh so we just i just want to what we have the same understanding and just talk to them maybe rehearse a little bit mm-hmm. and after that when we go on set i trust them right good yeah. or like i don't do a lot of i'm not saying i'm not i don't direct them but yeah um, i like to i like them to have like more freedom right i love that yeah. i mean i love that's <laughs> like the freshness in this yeah scene. exactly yeah. exactly so it sounds like you make sure that you guys are obviously in the same story you both really understand the characters and then you let them fly with it yeah and let it yeah i yeah. love that and um do you find because you often are the writer director and producer do you find um, like to what degree do you find that the end result was like very different than what you envisioned when you were writing? Have you ever had an? Oh my god! Like yeah, it really happens. But uh, happily, it, beca- it sometimes it becomes much better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, so sometimes, cool. like for example, that in my last film that you saw, the end result became better than what I saw. Uh, like I, uh, I mean, what I like I had in mind. Yeah. Uh, because of like the editing and all that, it it yeah. helped uh but sometimes you know like it's it happens sometimes you shoot something and then it's not there yeah is, <laughs> is that don't give up yeah, yeah. It's a feature film right like, go do pickup scenes and like uh-huh. reach to that vision that you always want yeah don't give up 
Yeah. And that's for, sure that's, films, yeah. for short films, maybe you don't want to do that. The budget is limited. I don't know. For, <laughs> yeah. for, you know you, for a short film, it's like, okay, you make something, try to make it work. Right, but right. For, uh, <laughs> but if you have a feature, if you have a project that like uh, documentaries or anything, yeah, that, um, it's 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 been a lot of work. So don't give up on your project. Yeah, definitely. Uh, get consultation. Uh, Different eyes on it because sometimes you're not. Sometimes if you've worked on something so closely for too long, you can't see it with fresh eyes anymore. You know, so sometimes just getting another opinion or someone else to look at it. Yeah, I've seen films that they were like, they shot the film, they sent it to the festival, they got rejected. Uh-huh. And then they did, uh, they, they got uh, consultations and they did reshoot some parts and uh-huh. all that. Uh, and then uh, resubmit again and they were successful. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah. It's such an amazing process. Yeah. Because every single part of it is so impactful. Like the editing completely changes the film. The music completely changes the film. The like yeah. everything, you know? It's like yeah. you can't control it all. You can do it's just really amazing. Yes, <laughs> so I cool. agree, agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you you need all that together to right. see you know the end result right right yeah so amazing so what is the process of like submitting to film festivals oh my god that's <laughs> the part that I don't really like that much okay. yeah uh, to be honest like and, and I, I if I could or if there's any chance I would hire someone just to do it for me yeah uh but for, um it's you know like you need to uh, build up a bit relationship with the festivals oh, and okay. festival programmers and uh, like send it to them directly so they watch it mm-hmm. and then you know that if they're if it's good especially like feature films mm-hmm. uh, they usually get invitation yeah uh, but like for short films it's way more difficult you know to, to do that because short films are less profitable you know mm, okay. but your film you can sell you sell the tickets it's two hours one hour whatever and so uh usually they're more open yeah uh yeah so so it's, it's all about like building um relationships yeah like, it's, this is like this is the industry of networking and right and especially especially uh for um like festivals and mm-hmm. uh, i also realized that uh, PR is very important. Oh, interesting. PR and marketing is very important. Like, right. It's very, very important that, for example, you send, <clears throat> sorry, you send a film to the festival and there, is, there are these reviews and oh, these nice brisket and reviews and they tell you, oh, this film is about this. Uh-huh. So they look at it uh, with a different eye. Right. And so you send your film yeah. Plain. you know a lot of distribution sometimes they just see the trailer and see the uh press uh, release uh-huh. other than watching the film itself That's fascinating and this is how yeah. distribution companies buy the films yeah so because they usually buy before uh, right i know like now know. that you're yeah when i hear you say trailer. that it makes sense but i don't necessarily i don't necessarily have I haven't necessarily thought of that like that yeah. way, but it's kind of crazy, but it makes sense, you know? It's a lot of marketing. Yeah. Festivals are a lot of marketing. So, uh, yeah. yeah, you should always like think of a budget, even like for short film. 
but um feature film definitely you should have a yeah. budget you should have like uh your pr the uh -huh. uh, team working for it right the release yeah so you include your pr and marketing and you have to include all that in your budget you take it into account in the budget yeah. or you lose it right <laughs> oh my gosh so interesting yeah. and you need at least between you need between 50 uh, 50 to 100k for that Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. For someone that wants to be a producer, director, or writer, um, what advice do you have for them to develop their voice, like to figure out the specificity of how to pitch themselves? You know? Yeah. I think uh, for me, it's like trying to de define yourself, to, to oh. realize, okay, what you like, what you don't like, if there's a new specific genre you like, if there's a specific right. uh, subject matter that you like, uh -huh. uh, define that and put that in your pitch of yourself or in your bio or whatever and um, tell everyone about it. Yeah. Uh, some people, some people don't like it. They say, oh my God, it's going to limit our opportunities. But I think it's always, you can always change that. Right. So you, you can, can always that. change that. But uh, it's always good to start from somewhere. Right. And be specific. Be specific, have a specific, if you have genre or whatever, mm -hmm. you have that. And develop, and then have something that proves that. And if, right. if for example, I like women uh, issues, or you have a film that's just like about that. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and then, and after that, you know, things happen, uh, happen um, organically. Naturally, right. Uh, yeah. So you don't have to do much. Yeah. Exactly. That makes sense. I'm gonna ask you a few questions just for fun, okay? Mm -hmm. Um. What is your horoscope sign and does that mean anything to you? Oh, yes, I'm a Libra. Okay, okay. I am I, um, uh, what is called Libra Stellium, which means I have multiple placements in Libra. Oh. So I have um, uh, my sun is in Libra, sun, moon, Jupiter, uh, Pluto, and there was another one, uh, Saturn. Okay, They're all in Libra. And then my rising is Aquarius. Okay. Um, and yeah, it means a lot. It means like it, it defines what I do, right? That's so interesting. Uh, yeah. Because everything is in Libra. So it's about like balance, uh, equality, being fair, you know, and yeah. especially Libra in Pluto is about like doing all this social work and try to bring harmony, peace and balance to the yeah. world. I think um, I'm not saying that... Uh, so astrology is 100 correct yeah something to it <laughs> yeah i know i agree with you like there i think there's something to it of course yeah you know? yeah okay to it. but don't i don't believe in like astrology predicting future yeah 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 everything is in your hands but right. there, there's some some specific things that uh mean something yeah yeah and i also just think it's fun for someone yeah. <laughs> oh, okay cool what is something that you would tell your younger self hmm. I, I think like uh, just don't be too hard on yourself mm. yeah and, uh, be more confident mm. 
you know like yeah. I, I would tell myself like be more confident and put uh give yourself more uh respect more value yeah i feel like everyone think. Can hear i think that. i think we're younger uh-huh. we don't know our value we don't you know we we're more concerned about what people think of us uh-huh. but we're not really concerned like what we mean to them as well right and if you know that you're worth something to other people and definitely you do then you act differently you make different decisions yeah yeah that's such a beautiful answer amazing (laughs) um and then what is something that you do to be the now oh just to be now like yeah to be present to be present like deep breathing and grounding myself going Uh to the nature that's like like doing yoga for me yeah amazing I love that thank you so much for doing this I really appreciate it um where can our listeners find you like find your work where should they go Uh, in my website for sure uh azadenixade.com Okay, perfect. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. I've loved this. You're really so amazing. So inspiring. Just amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having me.